Good morning and welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. If it is your first time joining us, welcome. If you have been listening to the podcast, um, welcome back. And this morning is going to be a solo journey. Um, this is being done as a live. And so I figured I'd get ready with you guys this morning. Um, just so that I have something to do while we are talking. Uh, then also, I figured it was a good morning for me to be able to tell you guys just a little bit about why I started Leave a Little Sparkle and what it is for me. So, I'm just going to set a few settings. I also am willing to answer any questions as they come up, so without further ado, let's get started with today. Leave a Little Sparkle actually started about, I'd say three or four years ago, when I realized that the things I was making for my classroom could be uh, sold online. I realized I was going to um, Teachers Pay Teachers, which has now rebranded to TPT, very close to TP. Uh, it's their brand, but um, anyways, I realized that the things I was creating for my classroom were valuable resources, and I was like, well, if I'm having to make it already... Let me go ahead and sell it while I'm making it. We've always in our household been those type of people that if we can make a buck or two here and there, we do. I've always held down multiple jobs. Um, my husband has always tried to find ways to make extra money. So about three or four years ago, I realized, okay, I could really do something with this Teachers Pay Teachers. I'm already making stuff. Now, I will say that prior to realizing what I wanted my brand to be called, I had a Teachers Pay Teachers account that um, I've like had various names for, and um, I never really took it seriously. By the way, I'm working on saying, um, I realize that it's really terrible to be a podcaster that says um as much as I do but anyways so let's go back to the story so I decided to rebrand to leave a little sparkle and anything that I created I was going to upload and that was the extent of leave a little sparkle for a very long time I would make things for my classroom. I'd share them with the teacher friends that I was working with. Um, and then I would sell it online. And that, I mean, I'd make a dollar here, a dollar there. Um, maybe two bucks here, two bucks there. It was never, uh, and there I go again. It was never super profitable. I never even had to 
file it on my taxes or anything. Um, so it was, it was residual income that was a buck here and there, helped pay for fees and things on my PayPal. So nothing major. Well, over the last couple of years, I've actually had, I guess, a change of heart in what I see for my future. And it actually goes back to just going through a lot personally. And um, the whole point of this morning is to be able to get into some of this. But it's still really hard to talk about. And it's still really hard to put out there for people. Uh, basically, my life got turned upside down. This is not a Will Smith story. But uh, my life got turned upside down last May. <sighs> Dealing with a lot personally and going no contact with family members that I still very much love and still very much want to have a relationship with, but the boundaries that I've set for myself will not allow me to have a relationship with them unless things change. Okay. Uh, because of that, I've been in this weird grieving process for the last year, almost year. Uh, it started last May that I've literally changed my entire world over this. I stopped working the job I was working, which was a lot mentally. I started deciding I was going to go back to the school board, which was a very tough decision because I think anybody who's in the school board knows that there needs to be some major changes in the school board. And I just don't see anybody doing anything to make those major changes. And anybody who knows me knows that I have a passion for teaching and for kids. And I really just want the school board to realize that we all want a good experience and I'm like I'm not going to sit here and bash the school board because it is a very good stable job but I am going to say that their beliefs and what they think do not line up with my beliefs and what I think and I do think that there could be major changes that would help benefit everyone in the school board, probably help create a level of respect. It would also change the climate and the and I think we would have a lot more teachers be retained. I'm not gonna lie. Now, do I know that not everything the school board does comes from them absolutely and this is where my issue is is the government has too much to say about what we're doing in our classrooms for people who've never been in classrooms 
it's actually quite annoying to have people who've never been in a classroom come tell you and mandate you to do certain things. So, that's my thoughts on that. Anyway, so we have this fundamental disagreement, I suppose, on what we should be doing in our classroom and how we should be doing it. Um, and we just have some different beliefs on things. And I have come to realize that it is absolutely okay for me to feel differently than them and work for them. But I will say, prior to going back to the school board this year, for two years, I felt like I would be betraying my thoughts and my beliefs if I went back to the school board. So it took me some time to kind of realize, like, no, it's not a bad thing for me to go back to the school board. It's not a bad thing for me to, you know, open myself up to um, how they do things and to use some of my experiences over the last couple of years to not only go back into the school board, but go back into the school board and make some changes. I used to, when I worked for the school board prior, I made my entire life about being a teacher. And I, I didn't realize then just how detrimental that was for my mental health. I just thought, well, good teachers, you know, live, breathe, and, and sleep all of these policies and and procedures on how they're going to do things and they just do what the school board asks them to do and I really and truly believed that but as I've gotten older and wiser and I've been in some situations that are different I realize that it is absolutely okay for me to have an identity outside of being a teacher and if you're watching me right now, I look really crazy because of my makeup, but it'll get better. So it's, like I said, it's absolutely okay for me to think differently and to be a different person than what the school board thinks and things like that. And so I'm just getting to a place where I'm just more comfortable with saying how I feel and what I believe because... I am a person outside of being a teacher. So, anyways, um, I left the school board for a couple of years following COVID because I was not happy with the procedures that were being put in place. And I knew myself enough to know that I would be so stressed out um, if I had to go back and forth between teaching from home and teaching at school and worrying about whether or not I brought home COVID and it just seemed like the right choice for me was to leave the school board and a lot of people got away with like um, working from home for a little while they were allowed to say, no, like, I'm going to take a leave of absence for a couple years. And they were, you know, able to do different things to kind of get away from uh, going back into the classroom too soon. And I think everything that the school board did, they did 
as a reaction. Um, and it just wasn't for me. It, the reaction wasn't what I felt I could comfortably teach under. So I left the school board and I did private and I was the principal. I was the secretary. I was the teacher. I was the, um, counselor. I was, I was everything. Uh, I did have some teachers under me. But building something from scratch that's that big as a younger person who've had, who's had less life experiences, I realized was too much of a chunk for me. It was a lot. And add that into, I'm dealing with my childhood trauma that I've never dealt with before. Because I've always just shoved it down. Because why would we talk about childhood trauma in our lives? Why would we allow that to even be spoken to existence? Even though I knew that my trauma was causing issues. It was causing issues in my marriage. It was causing issues daily. I was having panic attacks. I was... Um, I wasn't, I wasn't living. I was very much like just trying to survive and in survival mode. And I had a therapist. I still have her. She's amazing. Um, but even then, even going through therapy, I definitely closed off a huge chunk of my brain just to say like, I don't need to deal with this right now. I'm, I'm fine. I don't, I don't really need to get into my trauma. I don't, I don't need to hash that out. Like, a, you know, my, my trauma is not that big. Setting spray guys. It's needed. Unfortunately, my trauma was that big. It is that big. When you go through things as a very young person that invades your body, invades your mind, invades your personal space. It is not healthy to continue to sweep it under the rug and move forward in life. And you find yourself trying to be perfect and you try to do anything and everything you can to be a better person, be a bigger person, to just be perfect. Like you're, you're, you're trying so hard to be perfect and to shove that down into some little place that it's unrealistic and you put this pressure on yourself that's not needed. That pressure has never been needed and will never be needed. But did I do that to myself? Absolutely. I put myself in a situation where I needed to be perfect 110% of the time. And let's be honest, who's perfect? Not one person. So, I definitely put myself through some really hard times trying to live up to this perfect image. In a job that just 
did not bring joy with me before. Um, and I'm not saying that every job needs to bring immense joy. But I wouldn't have started in that position if I wasn't looking for something that was going to make me happier than the school board did. I'm not going to lie. So anyways, fast forward to I get a job back with the school board. I'm working now with my absolute best friend. She is praise Jesus for her because she's amazing. And um, I'm also dealing with my crisis of, oh crap, I am a survivor of childhood abuse. Uh, I try to watch my words very carefully. But um, CSA absolutely um and so anyways i'm a survivor of this what am i going to do about it what am i going to do with my life who am i anymore i'm dealing with uh wondering if i even should be alive i was in such a deep dark place at this point i went no contact with family members I had family members choose not to be in contact with me because they felt that I was a liar. And fair enough. I mean, they get to have their own opinion. I know the truth. I'm not going to be quiet about the truth anymore. I was quiet about the truth for 10 plus years. And I don't feel the need to keep quiet anymore. I don't feel the need to allow my abuser to just walk free and not be worried it's not my place. If if my abuser did not want to get caught and did not want to get in trouble, then my abuser should have not abused. Does that make sense? So, in my head, you know what? You made this choice. You did wrong. I don't need to protect you from that anymore. And that's where I'm at with that. So, all this to say, I'm living in a point where I got a job just so that I have a job. I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not feeling like I'm doing much with my life. And I start, the wheels start turning. I, I start thinking about what is it that I need to do with my life. And I actually had a coworker say to me, well, maybe you could use this to, you know, actually make change for kids and for you could advocate, you could use this, you could try to actually make a change. And so I got to thinking about it and it, it took me months of stewing on what my coworker said and thinking through how would that look? What would it look like for me to have a platform to find a way to help kids ultimately be safe? What would that look like? And would that help me heal? Because ultimately, I don't want to do anything that's going to hinder my healing process. And I want to make sure that I'm as healthy as I can be, not only for teaching and for being there for kids, but also for my own child. So I'm stewing on this. I'm thinking about this. And I'm, you know, grappling with many different ideas. And I realize that I need to get my story out there. And I realized that I need to help other people by being completely transparent. 
in showing the struggle I'm going through with my mental health, showing the struggle I'm going through with all of a sudden feeling like an orphan because I have no family members, uh, showing all those struggles, but then also advocating for kids because not every kid that sits in your classroom that acts up is being abused at home. But also, I was that kid that sat there quiet. I did my work. I never did anything wrong for fear of what it would look like when I got home. And also, I had very fundamental times in my life where I said something to someone and I was ignored. Uh, I said something to teachers multiple times. I was ignored. I said things to friends multiple times and instead of those friends helping, which it was not their job, it wasn't their job to help me. They were, they were kids too, but I was searching for help. I just lost friends. I tried. I tried to reach out. I tried to get help and it never happened. And so little girl Julie is looking for an outlet. I'm looking for a way to get this story out, to help other people, to make there be awareness of what it really looks like when a child is being abused. And so I one day log into my Leave a Little Sparkle page on uh, Teachers Pay Teachers and I realize that I could turn this into a bigger platform than what it is. My goal in educating is to leave a spark with my kids. And I love glitter. Who doesn't? So that quickly was like, okay, yeah, I want to leave a little sparkle with all my students. I want to leave a little bit of hope with people who've been through what I've been through. And why not turn this into something more than just a website with resources? Now, the resources are my primary breadwinners. I'm currently making nothing off of this podcast. I'm open to sponsors, but they would have to be something that I actually want to sponsor. I am in full transparency an Amazon associate at this point, just to try and make a little bit extra. But I'm only sending out promo codes or putting out there stuff that I would actually use in my classroom. So I'm making very, very little off of any of this. And so Teachers Pay Teachers is my breadwinner. Uh, and when I say breadwinner, I mean I could buy a couple packs of loaves of bread. I'm not making anything big off of any of this. And my goal is not to make big money off of this. It'd be nice to make back what I've spent. But my goal is to advocate for kids and for teachers to know what the actual signs and symptoms of a child going through childhood trauma, abuse, uh, sexual or emotional or physical. My goal is to get that information out there and to show teachers that Every kid has a story and to kind of create that narrative. In the same respect, my goal is not just 
to do that for teachers, but to also be a hopeful place for teachers. I want to bring resources. I want to bring information. I want I want everybody involved to feel good about what it is that they are listening to. I want kids to feel heard and seen. I want adults to feel heard and seen. I want teachers to be able to have a place to go to fill their bucket back up. And so that's where Leave a Little Sparkle came from. Now, in future, my goal is to build my website to be more than just a place that's kind of a hub of my information, but to also be a place that has resources, has links, has places people will write into, has um, my podcast on there, um, is a place of hope for people. We currently are planning season two of this podcast, and um, I don't know if you guys know who Jerry Brooks is, but... He keeps liking my stuff and answering me on social media. So we're like besties now. And <laughs> I keep hoping that he's going to answer my email and say, yeah, okay, I'll be on your show. So I'm just annoying him until he answers me. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool that I sent him a happy birthday. And I actually got an answer that said, thanks, Juliana. And I was like, ooh, he said my name. He's, he's quite something. I appreciate a principal with a humor, but I also appreciate a principal that completely understands what it's like to be in the trenches with these kids and just how much it can be on teachers and, and he does and he gets it. And I think that's another facet that a lot of people don't understand is that, uh, teachers that have been through traumatic life events in their lives are, are very much triggered by some of these kids' behaviors nowadays. I don't think people quite understand that. When I have a student in my room that's uncontrollable, it sends me into a panic. And I don't think a lot of people understand just how much that can really mess with a teacher. And so I'm hopeful that my platform helps people to understand that, you know, this isn't just, this isn't just teachers complaining about some of these behaviors. These are teachers being triggered by a lot of these behaviors because for some reason they had no control over certain things in their lives and they become the teacher to try and help have a little bit of control over their lives. And now these kids are uncontrollable and it's a thing. It's a complete thing. But there is hope, and that is the whole point of my Leave a Little Sparkle, is to have that hope. And I really hope that by sharing my story and sharing where I'm coming from, that somebody gets something out of this. If I've helped one kid, or I've helped one teacher, then I've done what my whole goal is. And I really hope and pray that you guys understand where I'm coming from and that you feel that this is a valuable resource for you. So with that, I am nearing the end of my time and I appreciate those that are going to be watching the playback of this. 
I'm not even sure if anybody is on this morning. I know it's early and I should have told people I was going to do it this way, but hindsight's 2020 and there was some circumstances I couldn't deal with. So it is what it is. But thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for supporting me on this journey. I really hope that this bonus episode finds you and that you're having a great time. And if you're on spring break, enjoy your spring break. If you're spring break soon, enjoy your spring break. And if you don't get a spring break because you're not an educator, I'm so sorry. But I also hope that parents and people who aren't in education get something from this podcast too. And so thank you for listening. And I will be back um, April. What's the date on that? We will be back in April. I'll have to post the date because I can't remember when it is. But we'll be back in April and I have some really fun guests lined up. And I cannot wait to show you what we have in store for season two. And it's going to be more episodes than six next time. So thanks for getting ready with me. Thank you for being here for me and supporting me. And I hope that I have given you a little bit of sparkle for today. Bye.